and the greatest. Usually it takes me five to seven minutes to fall asleep. Unless my wife is talking, then it's a lot faster. Hi, welcome to Judd and Earbuds, the only podcast you can put on your resume. We are sitting in a coffee shop today, Adodine Coffee Shop, the second Adodine I was at today, because my guest just assumes there's only one in the universe. (laughs) She is a mother. She is holding the little one right now. He looks very happy to be on the podcast. (laughs) We, We have a little nook going in his mouth but we have the guest the lovely amy davids amy how are you i'm good how are you not too bad how's your day today it was good other than you going to the wrong anodyne yeah but that wasn't really me that was that was definitely you because i gave the exact street that's true, that's true. So i was i was a little late i apologize but who is who is this in front of you let's uh mrs bennett he's gonna be five months old in a couple days Uh, He's adorable. He's got a a little skeleton costume for Halloween. He approximately wears this twice a week until Halloween's over. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a matching one? No, unfortunately. Do you know what you're going to be for Halloween? No. I never decide until the day before, and it's usually something easy. In your closet? No. Like, I decide to go to the... Sorry. (laughs) Decide to go to the Halloween store the day before... Oh, good. So it's all picked through? Yes. Yeah. That's exactly how I like to. And then I like to leave the Halloween store, buy nothing, and go home and wear something out of my closet and just put makeup on. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. I've been... <laughs> I'm the same way because I've been a lumberjack, baseball player. So uh, everything in your referee, closet. Pretty much <laughs> everything in my closet could be like, I'm that. I was Aaron Rodgers one year in a sling because I have an Aaron Rodgers jersey and I have a sling. Oh, my God. So, That's good. Yeah. Kind of looked like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I, I played off that card. It, was, <laughs> it worked. It worked. But, Amy, it's been a while since I've seen you. Yes. Um, Bennett is five months. Yeah. So what was that experience like? Like, like I've not been around children that much, obviously, because <laughs> I shouldn't. But uh, but what was it like? Did you have like cravings? Like like I had weird like pregnancy compared to most because I found out I was pregnant about two weeks before I went to Thailand. So he already went to another country. One thing I didn't crave was Asian food, so that wasn't the best. Did you like just throw up a lot or? No, I didn't throw up a lot, but I did feel. Speaking of that, he just farted on me, so that's nice. <laughs> I didn't throw up a lot, but I felt like pretty much hungover. I felt like I was hungover for at least nine weeks straight. Like how you f- you feel like you're gonna throw up, but you don't. And you just want to eat something, but every time you do eat it, you just feel worse. That's basically That's how what, being pregnant feels. So it's like a, <laughs> it's a nine month hangover without any booze. <laughs> And you're super tired all the time. The only thing I really craved was tuna salad sandwiches from Panera Bread. I ordered them at least twice a week because that's all you're allowed to eat. So I like counted it on the date as soon as I could have another one. <laughs> and anything sweet. Okay. Literally anything sweet that I could eat. I had to have something at least once a day. That's awesome. And it's amazing. I didn't get diabetes or gain lots of weight. I I love sweets. Like, that's really? all I live on. It's not good. Don't tell people that. 
obviously I'm not like fat or anything, but I have ice cream every night. Yeah. Like it's not like a like oh I'm every like every night I have. So ice you cream. basically live like a pregnant person yeah. already. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, sounds good. Yeah, and I'm hungover a lot. <laughs> so did you learn anything about being pregnant like did you learn like you have to learn crazy stuff like i feel like i would have to go to classes i didn't go to any classes because i am the type of person that's like i'll just figure it out as it comes which is not the best way to be but <laughs> that's just who i am i've accepted it um i did read some books but honestly, when you're pregnant, you can't retain any information. So I feel like when he was here, I would remember bits and pieces of things I read in books. But ultimately, Google is how you find everything out about being pregnant, being a new mom. But one thing I definitely learned is you shouldn't travel to a foreign country when you are pregnant. Okay. For multiple reasons. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's frowned upon. No, it's not. Really? I, I Before I even, like, went to the doctor, like, my first doctor's visit, I Googled, like, should you basically, I don't even remember what I Googled, but there was tons of people that were like, my fiancé and I, or my husband and I, we just found out we're expecting, but we had a trip planned to Thailand, and there was lots of people that went, and my doctor, he was like, oh, no big deal, just drink lots of water, don't eat anything weird, he said to, like on the plane ride to keep getting up and walking. Like that was literally just, it. I think that's just for everyone. I think you so, know, too. That's not just for pregnant <laughs> people. Drink lots of water. Don't drink stuff that's weird from Thailand. And just yeah. stretch those legs out sometimes. Yeah, but it was fine. But um, I would say don't go without your significant other because I went with a bunch of girls. It was supposed to be like, oh, let's get drunk. And I was sober. However, if I would have been able to drink... One of us definitely would have got kidnapped and lost everything. Yeah, so it was probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> but was it beautiful? Amazing. Yeah. Highly recommend. Super cheap. Everybody should go. Really? Okay. I've never. I don't even own a passport. What? I don't own a passport. Oh my god. USA all the way, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get out. I know. <laughs> so was was Daddy in the delivery room? Yes. And my mom. And your mom. Yep. Is that normal? I think so. Okay. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how other people feel, but I, for me, I was in labor for 26 hours, so I don't really give a shit who was there. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody could have walked in and I'd have been like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> um, everything in my body is being destroyed. I uh, see. For me, <laughs> I don't. I don't know, Mike. I love my mom to death. She's the sweetest lady, but uh, in a calming state, I don't think. I don't think that would be it. She wouldn't make me calm. My mom was definitely not calm, but she was stressing out Alex more than she was stressing me out because I just wasn't really listening to anybody. Yeah. I didn't care. And I like I know why people have more babies because you don't even remember it. You don't. Like you remember bits and pieces. I don't remember even what it felt like. Is that a hint? Are we having more babies? No. <laughs> One and done. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Now um, we can shift gears a little bit. Uh, you're Native American. I am. <laughs> now, now I know people don't see you right now. My, the listeners don't see you right now. I'm pale, is what he's trying to say. You are. <laughs> 
You don't look like your typical Native American, is what. Okay, I'm first of all, what do you think a typical Native American looks like? I have lots of friends. Uh, my buddy Tito looks like a typical <laughs> Native American. I've seen him. He's not that dark. Um, I like Logan or Cade or like like a darker like Native man. I guess I don't think any of them are that dark. But okay. <laughs> I'm darker than you. You right are. Now. So. Yes, but I, I would say then when you tell people because you are named, yes, do they don't believe? Um, I get it's honestly every single race reacts differently towards me. Okay. So I'll start with white people. White people ask the most ignorant questions oh, yeah. of me, and I don't think it's always that they're trying to be rude to me. Some are trying to be flat out rude, and some just don't know and they don't know how to properly ask a question, which is fine. They'll learn. But um, white people react to me because I have red hair, naturally. They always think I'm 100% Irish, because that's just what people assume. If you True. have red hair, yes. you're Irish. Which I am a little bit Irish, but I'm not much at all. M- mostly German, then Native American. So, And then if they're reacting rudely, they'll be like, say stupid things like, oh yeah, I'm Native American too, my my mother was a Cherokee um, princess or some stupid shit. And it's like, just being like oh i don't believe you and it used to bother me but now i don't really care the thing about that no matter what you would have said like no matter what nationality or or ethnicity you came from that joke's only funny to them you know it that? is yes because <laughs> no matter where like if they were african-american or, or or asian or anything like that that joke is only for them that person's right. never gonna laugh at that no Never. And that and that's that's just more just humans are like that. And I hate that. I do too. And but also, I've had lots of white people assume I am Asian. And I don't and I think it is because I'm fair complexed and I have really dark eyes. But in high cheekbones and all that's that. That's what I was going to go with. I was going to go but, with only cuz the cheekbones. Yeah. yeah. But like I think I have huge eyes, so that's oh, interesting. Yeah. What I've gotten a lot more than I would ever expected is um, I've had multiple people tell me I look like Olivia Munn when I'm like dressed up with lipstick on. Only if I have lipstick on. Okay. It's really weird. Only lipstick. And she's like Asian and white, I think. Yes. So, and she, whatever. But I was like, that's a very nice compliment. I do not look like her for anyone who chooses to stalk my Instagram later. <laughs> Don't judge me. I think you're very unique because I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't say your hair is like overly red. No. Like I think you have more. I would say your hair is brownish red, if anything. Yeah. And then also your ethnicity. When 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 I learned that you were you know Native American, I mean I've known you since high school. Yeah. When I knew that, I was like, I just kind of like confused. I was like, well, your last name is Davies. Mm-hmm. And Did I was Davis. David. Davids. Yeah. Okay, I thought you said Davis. I was like, come on. With a D. There's a D in there. (laughs) There is a D in there. There's a D in there, guys. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so when I knew that, I was like blown away. But now it's like, that's understandable, you know? That's most people's reaction. African Americans always um, just say, you're a white girl. And but but they say that I have like a lot of friends that are like mixed black and white, and they say that to them too. Like they'll be half black, half white, but because they're lighter, they'll be like, you know, you're not black, you're white. Yeah. Like that's just how they've always reacted to me, except for people who are like get to know me. Um, Native Americans, I feel always know I'm Native American, Good. and even prior to the the tattoo. 
but and Hispanic people just assume I'm mixed with Hispanic, so they'll start speaking Spanish to me. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry. And then, they, then they'll look at me like super confused and be like, you didn't grow up speaking Spanish? And I'm like, no, I grew up on a reservation not speaking Spanish. And then they don't really understand what that is either. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I always, where we grew up, we grew up so close to the reservation. You lived up here. I lived on a reservation, yeah. Uh, My mom grew up on there, too. Yeah, so it's like... The accent of, of the, the Native American accent is, is so, always so funny and unique when people throw it out. But we only say it to each other. Or, or <laughs> when you're at a baseball game and you're yelling at the other team. They, that's my favorite one. Oh, God. Yes. So that's, that's how I've, I've, I've dealt through sports and, and been yelled at. And it's, I love it, and I, and I do have Native American friends in it and joking around with that accent is beautiful because we grew up so close together. Right. The accents should not be that different, but I love it. You know, that's really only Menominee. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I feel like we all do, everyone does it in a joking manner. Like, yeah. my cousins constantly always will, like, one of my cousins, Lindsay, she thought someone said something, like, mean to me. Like, and they didn't. I was like telling her, and she was like, "Oh, like, was gonna call the cousins and cousins with an I N T S, and that's like a joke. But we don't really talk like that." Oh, it's become it's become like a, a joking language within itself. Right. And now it's you, you draw it out and you, put, and you use it in situations. Oh yeah, for sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a mix with the U P accent. Yeah, actually, that's what it is. It's fucking weird. It's the worst. And I don't talk like that. Nobody should. No, like, so <laughs> my, my father has such a deep northern accent that I say he's from up north because he doesn't yeah. use the T in north. Yeah. And asking him for directions is always the worst. Asking anyone with a northern accent for directions is the worst. Because they'll tell you, oh, yeah, go by the old Smith farm. Remember that? <laughs> and they used to be there. You go off. I'm like, no, Dad, just tell me where this gym is. Yeah, it always is the worst. But you also um, want to start your own podcast. Yes. Yes. So let's let's run through what's what's your idea for the podcast. The podcast is going to be called "How Not to Be a Shitty Person," <laughs> and it is inspired by all of the events of my life, um, as far as being mixed Native American and white, being in the service industry for. 15 years now. Yeah, we haven't Almost. even talked about that. You were a server. I've done every bartender. job in a restaurant. Every every job. My first job was a dishwasher. Really? Where um, at? I had a corner bar in Bowler. A shady view, was called. Ooh. I'm not sure if it's still around. But I was a dishwasher slash busser slash everyone's bitch, basically. <laughs> um, making $6 an hour. Wow, is that even legal? I don't know. It wasn't. I found out later, <laughs> I think the minimum wage was actually six fifty at the time, and I was getting underpaid, but I didn't know. And then from there, I was a waitress at the North Star Casino, my tribe's casino. North Star, I like better than any other casino. Really? Not smoking. Oh, yeah. That is, that smoke, is nice. smoke hurts my eyes. I don't like smoking either. Yeah. Um, 
but as soon as I turned 19, that's when I started bartending, and I found out I was a much better bartender than server. Not a bad server, but I'm not the greatest server. And recently, when I was pregnant, I stopped bartending, and they desperately needed a hostess at Olivia's. That's where I bartend currently. And I, I tried that, and that is the worst job. <laughs> I now have a new respect for hostesses that I've never had. And recently, I just got promoted to be a manager. So currently, a bartender manager at Olivia's still. I, now, I think you, you're a better bartender for two reasons. You've never person- even seen me be a server, so how would you know? I was going to give you compliments, okay, but I'm going right, to no, take it back. I'm, I'm going to take it back. <laughs> oh. I was going to say you're, you're very personable, and you can get that better through a bartender than you do a server. I agree. Because um, servers have multiple tables, and like a bartender, you can actually have a conversation with a bartender. Right. Also, a number two, I think your ADHD kicks in a little bit. Yes. You, as a server, you got you need to have a lot of things going. You need to remember a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And and I think as a bartender, it's all in front of you. Boom, 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 boom. Yes, that's Quick. exactly why. Yeah. See? So was it that bad? No. <laughs> I mean, when I was a server, I, I did do a good job. I did make great money. Um, but if it was busy, if it was really busy, I was an excellent server. But if it was slow, I would like start doing side work and forget about people and then be like, oh shit, I have two tables. And then I'd go out and they're both like looking, waiting for their bill or waiting for their fucking ranch. And yeah. Not a fan of ranch. <laughs> You're not? Not a fan of ranch. I'm not a big fan of ranch either. Like, I like it with vegetables. There's never been a time I wanted ranch on anything. I don't think I did either. But if I had ranch on it, I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> but I've never wanted it. Um, and actually, I also cooked once, too. I used My first bartending job was I had to cook and bartend at the same time. Wow. And I'm not good at cooking. And I don't know how I didn't get fired. Or burn the place down. The only reason I think I kept my job is because I was really young, I was very nice, and I think everyone just felt sorry for me. <laughs> they were like, you know, she's trying, she's doing everything she she's can. She's doing a miserable job, but she has a <laughs> smile on her face. Let's, let's keep her around. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's... I've, I've, been, I've been a server. I've been a server in my life. Oh, yeah? I've never been a bartender. I served, I served at uh, North Star Bistro uh, down in Shorewood. Uh, my friend, uh, Charlie Sparrow past and future guests on the podcast him and his his now fiance met there and, and kind of got me a job when I first moved to Milwaukee nice so I was which gives me a, I, I was never mean to the serving before but if I respect but if anyone ever would be mean to the server mm-hmm. like you're the worst person in the world I agree that's a huge if I were to be on like a first date and they didn't leave a good tip or was rude to the server that's an immediate are, are you going to talk about this in the podcast about yes. like terrible terrible first dates as well no 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 I don't really have that many terrible dates really no that's... I've only had like maybe two but they don't feel like they were terrible but they just weren't good yeah but no, I'm gonna. My first interviews are gonna be of bartenders because I think bartenders have the best stories, and they deal with the most shit. 
they're probably one of the most that's probably where most people spend their time especially in wisconsin and money all right so i have a story for you okay and it's not about me and the bartender it's about i couldn't imagine what the bartender at this place because we were only there for that like short period and the and the locals were nuts so do you remember you came out to tyler's surprise party that one night at Mitchell's. This is back when me and Cade were living together. Yes. You came yeah. to that party. Well, Tyler. I'm not there for the surprise. Not so there for the surprise. But this, this is all packed <laughs> in. So yeah. this, is the, this is gonna be the next day. So Tyler left his gun rack there, like the, the one of the like presents. Uh, his dad built him a gun rack. Yeah. And he left it there. And he goes, he was at something else. He had to go do with his family. He goes, hey, can you go to Mitchell's? It opens at ten. Can you go get the gun rack? And I was like, perfect, I can do that. You know, me and Cade, we go. We go there at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We think we're just gonna be the first ones there, us and the bartender. There's 15 people there already. It looked like they've been there since 4 a.m. And we get there, and uh, there was like maybe two or three cars in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So either they walked or someone just dropped them off. But later we, so we're like to the bartender, we're like, hey, we get that gun rack. And he goes, yeah, it's in the back. I'll, I'll go get it. I'm like, okay. So we sit down. And the local turns to Cade and goes, what are you here for? And I like, go, oh, we're getting a gun rack. He goes, oh, I can't have one of those. I'm a criminal. Oh. <laughs> we're like, this It's 10 o'clock. You already talked to these strangers about being a criminal and can't own a weapon. I mean, a similar thing has happened to me that before. But that's oh, how you open with? Uh, yeah. Um, I had a guy come in and say he just got out of prison. That was like his first stop. Like, I mean, he went home to change or whatever. He wasn't in like a orange jumpsuit. Yeah. But he was, that was what he opened with. And I was like, oh, I'm here all alone. This is good. <laughs> you haven't seen a human woman in <laughs> eight months? Yeah, I mean, he was very nice. He didn't try to do anything, but I immediately got very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Because I was there by myself. I would tell somebody ever to each their own yeah that's a, that's crazy unreal yeah bartenders have to have a great story and well, uh, so are you trying to get anyone else besides bartenders or just in service no I want to interview all like not just jobs, like people from different um, ethnic backgrounds. Yeah. Um, just like life experiences, like one being a new mom or pregnant person. Um, I actually have a friend that I really want to interview. She has four children, and three of them have special needs. And she um, she's like a Norwest distributor, which is I've probably never heard of that. Have you, Norwest? Okay, it's all cleaning products that are environmentally friendly, basically. Okay. But she sells those. She makes a killing doing it. But um, she's just had, like, the rudest comments. People like, oh, like, why would you keep having kids? It's like, you know, the first one came out with special kids. And what kind of monster would say that? There's the horrible people everywhere. But so people like her, just all different types of life experiences. And... I am not a perfect person by any means. I am definitely can be an asshole. And I'm sure I've done super annoying asshole things in my life. But the goal is like you listen to other people's stories, experiences, and um, you could listen and be like, wow, I did that. And that's super annoying to the people that work there. 
So maybe I should stop so doing you, that. You, yeah, you want to save one. If you could save one person by your podcast. Yes. All right. Now we're going to go into the game portion. Now, this is a prize for you. I'm, I'm going to give you this is what I used to do to my guests. Okay. Uh, and I, I want to bring it back. Um, so this is a little game portion that we like to call, How Well Do You Know You? So, Amy, this is all about you. Okay. So these are questions all about you. And you can, I just wanted to give you your quickest answer you can. Okay. So whatever first comes to your mind, say it. Okay? All right. Ten questions. Here we go. And the first one. What is your favorite sauce to put on pasta? Marinara sauce? Incorrect. Prego. Biggest fear? Spiders. Incorrect. Spelling xylophone. What kind of sunflower seed brand do you like most? None. David's. What favorite three-word in the English language do you like? Three-word eats? Wait, what? Three letters. I'm sorry. Three words in the English language. Your favorites. I love you. Ready, aim, fire. Also, <laughs> if you were a firewoman, that's what they would name you. <laughs> All right. As a freshman in high school, what was your nickname? I didn't have one. Incorrect. The doorbell. Because when you're, you're around, don't come and knock it. Finish this sentence. My blank brings all the boys to the yard. Milkshake. Nope. You just need a period. That's all you need to do to make a sentence. <laughs> all right. What is the best part of waking up? Coffee. Incorrect. You have children. You don't sleep. What's your <laughs> favorite song? What's my favorite song? Yes. Uh, Far Behind by Candlebox. Incorrect. The theme song to Stanford Sun. Uh, what is your favorite podcast? Shut in your earbuds. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, this was a lot of fun. Benny, thank you very much for being on here. Uh, I want to thank you for coming out and being a guest on here. And yeah, thank um, you. when you get your podcast on the ground, I'm going to promote it and I'll throw it out there so people to listen to. So be on the lookout. Sounds good. Awesome, guys. Thanks again for listening, my Jedi Warriors. I know I said I had a comedy show in Stevens Point on the 26th. I do not anymore. That got moved to the February 1st because the Brewers might be in the World Series on October 26th. I do have a couple of shows coming up here, so stay in tune. Uh, keep checking JuddRemier.com for any tour dates. But thanks again for everyone for listening, and uh, have a happy Halloween. Thanks. Bye. I blacked out. I don't know what happened.